Welcome to The Lively Show. Let's explore the beauty of being alive. Hello, my friends, and welcome to today's show. Today's episode is a beauty of life episode with Danielle. However, this time, Danielle is going to have a question for me. In this episode, she asks me about shopping with your inner voice. This is something I have plenty of experience, many, many years of doing, so I had a lot of stories and examples to share. So hopefully this is insightful for anyone that's interested in becoming more intentional and intuitive when it comes to shopping, how to use and dialogue with your inner voice, and the things that I've learned from my journey when I have purchased in alignment, when I haven't purchased in alignment, when I almost didn't purchase in alignment, and all that kind of good stuff. So it's also interesting, I'll share some of the insights I have learned for why and what my intuition looks for when it comes to shopping, which of course you can go into your own inner voice about what it's looking for when you are going shopping, but hopefully it's a very insightful and practical episode for your everyday life. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you. All right. What's new, Danielle? How has life been in the last two weeks? So I was wrapping up in London, Ontario, um, getting rid of all of my remaining things, going through what would fit in my suitcases. Um, And I actually used my intuition to pack. One day I just woke up and I was like, I'm just going to see what it tells me. And it was kind of interesting. Um, Things that my mind kind of was questioning, I put into a pile. And then I would just sense this feeling. It was like, no, you have to look over here. Um, and I would have to go through it again. (laughs) And it actually told me it was really interesting, um, because I was going skiing with my sister once I first got out here, um, for me to get rid of my winter jacket. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, but I'm going skiing. And and then it, um, I was directed back over to my pile of coats and I had a vest and another head, like mid, um, I guess, mid-weight jacket. And I was like, oh, I guess I could wear both of those. And and it is April, so it might be a bit warmer. Um, so yeah, I ended up donating uh, two winter jackets. Also, they didn't fit in my suitcase. And it was 20-something degrees in Ontario, so it would look a little bit ridiculous wearing my winter jacket onto the plane. Um, so that happened. Everything was flowing. Everything was so magical. Um, I checked my luggage. They didn't charge me extras. We got free food on the plane. Um, it was magical. And then I landed here and I was like kind of punched in the stomach with reality. (laughs) Um, and I had to come back down, I guess a little bit. Um, but everything here has been a little bit touch and go. Um, and I've been trying to stay positive. Okay. All right. So how are you feeling about the apartment? Honestly? Well, now that I'm exploring in, now that I've had my place and I'm exploring it, it does feel like exciting in that sense. Um, quite a few hiccups when we first got here, but now like the last two days, it's been, I feel more settled in it and I, I feel okay. Okay, good. So the first few days were just rough, but now you're okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, with making like 
purchases. So like I have hardly any clothes here and it's very cold. So when you come, just make sure you pack warm stuff. Um, and I find myself in these boutique stores <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I can't make any purchases yet. <laughs> so um, how do you know, like using your intuition, um, like, is it just like, Ooh, I like this or how does it work? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. How to shop with your intuition. I love this because I use this all the time. Okay. So I've had many experiences of shopping because I love it and using my intuition. So I can really speak to a lot of different experiences I've personally had with this subject. Okay. So one thing you could do, Danielle, do you know how to use a pendulum? Yeah. Like you, will you program it like, or ask how, which way to swing? Yes. Okay. So if you have a necklace, you can turn it into a pendulum. You do not need a real like crystal pendulum. (laughs) Just like use a necklace that has a piece on the end, like a charm or a stone at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then you can, so you can just wear a necklace to the store. This is just one of many things I'm going to share, but like one thing you could do is, and anybody could do this. I had in the earlier, this is years ago, me, not me now, but like years ago, me used to take the necklace off and use the pendulum, just like you did when you packed the same kind of sorting that you did when you let your intuition decide the coat or not the coat um, or which to wear instead, that kind of thing. But I used to use the necklace sometimes. It was like maybe like four times I did this. It's not like I did this every single time for four years, but like four times I would take the necklace off, I remember, and then just wave it over the objects in the change room and just see what my intuition said. So like, that's one way. And by that, I say, I use the pendulum to get a yes and get a no, and then just chose to buy what my intuition said yes is to. So that's one option as a way of hearing your intuition. Obviously, you have your actual intuition that you can just ask inside and say, should I get this? And hear what you have to say, just like you're doing with me all the time on the show. Okay, That's another. Um, Another way of doing it is, um, I remember once... I've told this story before, but for anyone that hasn't heard it, um, I was once in a store in Australia in 2016 or 2017, early in my journey, um, newly single, all said and done, like within a year, I think of the, the relationship concluding and newly having been more unconditionally aligned to my intuition around money. So I was actually more abundant than I was used to being in the past, um, on my own. And, So I was in this store and I was just kind of window shopping. I wasn't actually looking for anything specific, but it was a store called Baby Anything in Sydney and Paddington. And I walked in, loved the little jewelry. And there's this beautiful diamond, tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny diamond ring. And it was very delicate. And it had three little stones. And it was so sweet and cute. And I really liked it. And it also had it in a different version, which was diamond aquamarine diamond, or there was diamond, 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 like three little stones. They were both basically the same shape and size, but one was the aquamarine in the center. And the aquamarine was like light, light, light blue, almost white, but not as clear as the diamond. Now, I love diamonds because they're clear. They go with everything you want to wear. They're not a color, so they go with everything in your wardrobe. And growing up, my mom was always one of those people that always said, get the neutral color because it goes with everything. So that's always kind of how I liked to shop and even still, you know, mostly do. But so I wanted the diamond for this reason. And also because I thought it was prettier, but my mind looked at the price and saw the price of the aquamarine version of this ring was half the price of 
the diamond version of the ring. And I wasn't even looking for a diamond ring that day. I was just shopping. Like I was, there was just looking at stores in a part of the world I've never been before. But when I looked at the rings, I could tell my mind wanted the diamond, but I felt very, very conflicted of, should I buy this ring? Shouldn't I get a ring at all? I wasn't even planning on getting a ring. And there was like, should I get the cheaper ring that looks almost like what I want? So I sat down on the curb outside. I didn't even try to figure it out. I was too confused in my head. So I sat down on the street, like on the curb and used my phone and I used the notes app and just started writing down to my intuition. Cause at that point in time, I wasn't very good at my intuition. So, or hearing it verbally inside of myself, like you're doing with me all the time. I was much, much better at writing it and hearing more from writing. So I wrote down the questions and wrote down the answers I heard and wrote down more questions. And it was a whole little letter. I probably might even still have it in the iCloud. It might even still be on my phone if I dig back into my notes. It's possible it's still there. But I remember the gist of what it said. I said, "Will should I get the ring? And I said, yeah, I heard yes. And then I said, why? And it said, it can bring you joy, but it will not bring you happiness. Now, as I define joy and happiness in my head at the time, I knew that was weird to hear because the way I understood joy was unconditional stuff and happiness was conditional stuff. So I thought, well, this ring's obviously a conditional thing and it's not gonna be in my life forever. And like, so it's, it, I would have expected to hear it would make me happy, but not bring me joy. But it said the reverse. And I said, why? And this is what changed my life. It said basically, because it's giving you the gift of what you really want. And mm -hmm. that ability to give you the yourself the gift that you really want is why you will feel joy. Not because it's not it had nothing to do with the ring. It had to do for me at that time with having the willingness to gift myself something I truly wanted. Now, if I still was with my husband at that time, I would have had no problem saying, oh my goodness, I love this ring. I love this ring. I love it. I want it for a gift or a present or a birthday, whatever you name it. I would have wanted to get it. And I would have had no problem receiving it from him. But because I had been so from that $700 little savings account, you know, pivoting, growing, pivoting, growing, trying to figure out how to help people, how to do what I felt called to do, I was always not making a lot of money for the first like five years of my career because I was always starting something to make money enough to support myself, but then pivoting towards more and more closely to what I felt called to do to help people. But I kept having to go from like jewelry design to blogging to business coaching and then getting into my real passion, which was helping people with their lives. So I was always starting these companies and then ending them just as soon as I could get the next thing started. So I was like, pivot, pivot. If you remember the Friends episode with the sofa, pivot, pivot. Like I was just pivoting my career all of these years. And so there was not a lot of momentum or traction built in any of those careers. There was just enough to kind of get by. So I was not really ever used to getting myself anything nice ever. If anything, I really only got used to receiving nicer things when I got married because my husband had a more steady paycheck and made my, he was a programmer. So he had a much better salary than I was making all these pivots with. So I had gotten comfortable feeling worthy of receiving a gift from someone I loved, but I hadn't ever had the experience of giving myself that gift. Now, at the time I had the money, I just wasn't used to the gift of giving myself something that was new to me. And so that's why my inner voice said I would feel joy rather than happiness. Mm -hmm. It's not the ring that makes me feel the joy. It's the fact that I chose to give myself what I truly wanted without holding back in fear. 
So that was a powerful example of what shifted for me. And that's not to say, Danielle, that that's going to be the thing that your inner voice is going to tell you. I'm just telling you that's a, a story of that moment where I basically went to your point of how do you decide what to buy? I sat down on the step and I wrote before I purchased. And that's what I discovered. So when I made the purchase, I had so much more insight on why I was making the purchase and which one to make. And I still have that ring. I was wearing it yesterday. And it doesn't make me endlessly happy now. In fact, I could give it to you when I see you. It doesn't even matter to me as the ring that it is. It doesn't even have the significance of the story. The story is the significance. Right. It's not even the ring. It's the story and what I learned from the inner voice in that moment and all of the many, many, you know, it's hilarious. It's innocent me, <laughs> well, naive and optimistic innocent me at that time thought, oh, this is great. I'm going to like get myself a present before I get my new partner and he's going to buy me presents like I'm used to. <laughs> if I waited on that, that's like seven years ago. I'd be waiting for a really long time, maybe forever at this point. And that would be such a waste of opportunity to gift myself exactly what I want when it's aligned from my intuition at all times. So that was huge, but that was a writing example. And so when I purchased it, I had that stability in myself vibrationally to knowing why I was doing it. And then I was doing it from my intuition, not my mind. Right. So that was good. And even, you know, what's another funny one. I remember once I got better at this gifting myself stuff, you know, so then let's fast forward. Let's say many abundant years later, I and many gifting to myself things later. <laughs> I was in a mall in Hawaii and my inner voice has this gift to give me one of the things I love um, because I was jewelry designer, but I also designed handbags. And to be fair, I like handbags more than jewelry. Jewelry was just the thing that I fell into. But when I got to get better at my jewelry design company, I ended up getting into handbags because that was always my real personal design interest and my use interest. So I always loved the quality of bags and the design of bags. And because they're so useful, they're not just beautiful. Jewelry is beautiful, but it's not really a useful thing. Um, it doesn't have a lot of function other than beauty, which is fine. I still love jewelry, but I just think bags are so interesting to me always. And so I have noticed my intuition loves to gift me bags as a surprise. And usually I, what I'll typically note, I observe now is that I'm usually wearing an outfit that day that will look good with the specific item, like the handbag. Like I'm wearing an outfit that matches the bag. So when I put it on, it literally is a complete look. And I usually walk out of the store, not expecting to even know that bag is there, but then walk out wearing the bag because it's that ready and perfect for my life, but often it'll kind of surprise me and I'll find them in unexpected times. I might like a certain style, you know, for a while, but then also be thinking, you know, I should get a bag that's this color because I don't have a bag that color. And then in Hawaii, one day I walked into a Celine store, which I'd never been into. So out of curiosity, I just thought I'd pop into it. And I saw a style of bag I'd always thought was pretty in the color. I had thought about getting a bag, but I never new or it never occurred to me to get that bag in that color and it was in that color in the store. So I had enough kind of like connection to my intuition at that point to just buy the bag, which was cool. So I, was, I didn't have any resistance there, the intuition. Um, I think it was the day before Valentine's Day, which was really cute too. So it's kind of like a Valentine's Day present from my intuition. So I, I got it. And then as I was leaving the mall, I was walking through the Nordstrom and the jewelry section was near the doors. And I walked by this little necklace and the necklace was, um, do you remember Bewitched, the TV show from the 60s or 70s? Um with Samantha, um, it was Elizabeth, 
I forget her uh, name. Oh, so pretty. She's a blonde lady. Um, yes. She used to twinkle her nose. I don't know if you yes. remember that old show. Yes. It was on Nick yeah. at Night for the, the 80s kids. <laughs> I'm probably remembering that. Okay. So she had a beautiful necklace that was um, a heart with little white diamonds on it. And it was about the size of an inch on her neck and she wore it almost every single episode. And I was remember as a little girl loving that necklace. And I remember even as a jewelry designer trying to like figure out if I could recreate that necklace in a design somehow, but I never did. But I walked by this tiny little five millimeter, maybe a quarter inch version, a miniature, 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 teeny, teeny version of a white diamond heart necklace. Um, and like I said, it was the day before Valentine's Day, which is cute too, but it was in golden, little teeny, teeny diamonds. It's a quarter inch high. And I still have that necklace with me too and wear it whenever I want to. But um, that necklace was like the miniature, more modern, the way I'd actually wear a bewitch necklace now. I wouldn't actually probably wear her old necklace that she did wear. It looked great with her 60s clothes, but it wasn't really my style now, but this little mini version was kind of like a manifestation from my like seven-year-old self coming into my life when I was 36. And my mind freaked out because it felt like it was too much, you know, to get the purse that day was like, okay, I've gotten from the ring to the purse level, but then to get the second thing at the same day, like, (laughs) I can't get two presents. It's so funny, right? How the mind will be okay with one thing after it's crossed that threshold and gotten comfortable and feels worthy enough. But then add a second thing and it's like, oh no, that that's my cap. I can't do more goodness than that. You know, it's like my intuition yeah. didn't say anything wrong with this necklace, right? But my mind literally like kind of like, shut down. And then I'm like sitting there negotiating a discount on the necklace to kind of validate to my mind how I can get this necklace and find a line numbers in it or something to to get me to purchase this thing. But it was so stressful because I realized my intuition had to teach me. Uh, I've said this, I think to Jennifer, I don't know, think it was to you, Danielle, but I said on the show, like alignment is alignment. Not alignment is not alignment. So alignment is alignment in this would mean the ba- the bag was alignment and the necklace was alignment. If I didn't get the necklace, I wouldn't have been as a, in alignment with my inner voice as if I did. Does that make sense? Because it was yeah. in alignment from my intuition. My mind just had an unworthiness problem on top of it saying I shouldn't. But my intuition was like, here's your necklace. You know, after 30 years, 20 years, you know, you found it and it's perfect for you in the way that you'd actually wear it now. Um, it wouldn't have been as perfect if I found the original type of replica because I would never want that now. But it gave me a version of it that's so tiny I can layer it with other necklaces and it's just a special meaning to me that no one else knows why it's the bewitched necklace in my own mini form. But I was so stressed out. And then I remember later that like a few weeks later, I went to the mall and I promised myself, okay, I am following my intuition and I'm not going to get in its way. And I'm just going to buy what it wants. And I'm not going to make a story about it. Like if it wants nothing, I get nothing. If it wants seven things, I get seven things. I am done stressing out the way that I did that other day because it it just made this experience more stressful than it needed to be. Right. Now, I'm going to give you one more story of shopping because I have, I could probably keep going, but I'll say <laughs> the other day I went to Zara and I was trying on jeans because I have a pair that's getting a little tight. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I like noticed that I kind of don't feel as comfortable in the jeans. And I feel like 
like kind of dread putting on the jeans. I was like, you know what? I just want to find jeans that I can put on and not feel uncomfortable in. So, I, and also I was kind of feeling like I wanted maybe a different silhouette, possibly, possibly like a little bit looser because that's more trendy right now. I was like, oh, I want to kind of <laughs> see. So I go into Zara and I try on these straight leg jeans and I actually like the two, but there's two washes. And I'm like, hmm, like neither one, they were like, 89% what I wanted, right? But the back, they had these like brads on the pockets, on the butt pockets that were like mm. little circles of metal. And that's not typically on the jeans that I have. And I could tell, I was like, oh, I don't really like that. But I was so distracted by the fact that they fit well, they were comfortable and they were this modern shape and they're only 29 pounds. So like 30 bucks, you know, I was like, okay, all right. I, like this is this is great. This is different. This is more comfortable. And my intuition didn't want to get them. <laughs> I could tell it didn't want to get them. And my mind was like, you know, looking at this is the shape. This is comfortable. They're you know the right general color. You know, like they're eighty nine percent there. They're only twenty nine dollars. My intuition was like, no. I was. You should have seen my mind. It was like a little sad puppy dog leaving that store because instead of like yesterday where I went to dinner, even though my intuition said no, that day I did not buy the Zara jeans because like I mentioned, I've really honed the craft of shopping with my intuition. So I let them go. I put them back on the rack. But I have to tell you, my mind was like moping out of that store because my mind was like, I want the jeans. And I was just sad in the mind, a little, not a beanbag, you know, just a little bit disappointed that it didn't get that payoff of success because it found something that felt more comfortable and something that was a different silhouette. So it kind of, in its own estimation, succeeded right? Or succeeded right. good enough, basically. It was going to compromise on the brads on the back pockets. It was going to compromise on um, a few other little details, like the wash wasn't exactly what I wanted, but it was close enough, right? So anyways, later I ended up going to um, Selfridges and they have a huge denim department. So because it's kind of hard to find stores around the city that sell just, I, I don't know, jeans. Like I guess at the high street stores you can, but as I just went to Zara, my intuition was like, no. So, all right. So I go to Selfridges and I, and I make it a new attention. I said, I just want to find my new favorite pair of jeans. <laughs> so instead mm. of getting all in my head about the silhouettes or this, all this stuff, you know, it's just, I just want my new favorite pair, whatever that new style is going to be, let's figure out what it is. And so guess what I did? I got <laughs> the same pair of jeans that I felt was getting tight and the size up. And guess what? They are great and amazing. And they actually like look a little more modern because they're a little looser, which is what I was hoping for. And that kind of gives them a more modern edge. They look a little less skinny jean and a little more straight leg jean. Um, they have a little more length, which I was also looking for. And I got them in the white and the blue. And my intuition had, they cost like 10 times. They're like 230 pounds versus 29 pounds. And I'm not talking about money to trigger anyone. I'm just telling you what my intuition wanted to do with me. And it had complete ease purchasing these two pairs of jeans that were nine times more expensive than the ones my mind would have purchased four or five a week earlier. Right. And I have to tell you, now that I'm wearing them all the time, I absolutely love them. And they are my favorite pair of jeans. And putting them on makes me happy at all times. And the quality mm -hmm. is so good. And there's no brads on the back pockets. There's no hangups about the wash. I would have theoretically just given away those Zara jeans in three to six, nine, 12 months because right. they were 89%. They weren't 100% what I really wanted. And this isn't to say like my intuitions, like sitting there worrying in an eco-stressed way about the plan or anything, but it's just like, it's getting what it really, basically what I learned from it is it just gets what it really, really, 
really wants and what I really, really, really want, I end up having the longest amount of time and getting the most use out of. So these are all the things I've observed from, let's see, the last like seven years of like shopping with the intuition. Does any of that help you? No, that's very helpful. Um, I think you did tell me alignment is alignment. Um, and then oh, I told you, okay. Yeah. And the, the story, <laughs> uh, my mind is also having a very similar story. It's like, no, you can't also have this, right? Um, with your purchase of the bag and then the necklace. Um, so yeah. And it, it's also kind of like, do I buy cheap, it's like not cheaper stuff, but like lower cost stuff now? Um, or do I invest in longer term things? And kind of, you kind of answered that with your pants situation. <laughs> I mean, if they, if I, my mind would have been triumphant leaving that Zara store, I never would have gone over to Silverages, right? I would have left with what I thought was, because I, what I liked about it was it was also a little bit of novelty for my mind. It's new and it's different. Like it's a different shape. And I felt like I was being a little bit out of my comfort zone in my mind of what I like, but also, I don't know. I just, <sighs> there's nothing wrong with those pair of Zara jeans, right? No, there is. I didn't like the brads. Why am I compromising on myself, right? No, if the if the jeans didn't have the brads, I might have even purchased them or had them in addition to these other jeans. But because of the brads on the back, I just don't like seeing the metal, uh, four points of metal on, on my booty. Like I just didn't think it looked very good. And that's really what I need to just stop like dilly-dallying about, it may not even have been the quality or the price or anything. Might not have been Zara. It might not have been the Eco Planet. It just was the fact that I don't like the brads on the back of those jeans. And if they didn't have the brads on the back of the jeans, it could have been a totally different outcome for all I know. And I wasn't mentally going to go, oh, I didn't get the expensive pair. I wanted the Zara jeans in the mind. So I would have been happy if there was alignment there. It wasn't a um, mind's decision to get only the most expensive or anything. But I have noticed, this is fun too. I've like noticed that my intuition as it's buying now, especially really personally is in a stage of really investing in beautiful things. And quality. My intuition loves quality. And um, what I really, really love without those holdbacks, those like 11% things I don't like. So it really wants exactly what it wants. And it doesn't really want things that don't feel like quality. And I even asked it once, I was like, so like I happen in the mind to really like Celine as a design. I just like think they're beautiful designs in like the luxury side of things. And, you know, Chanel's nice too, to a degree, but I actually probably like it less now than I even like Celine. I used to, when I was first like learning about bigger, like getting into outfitting and learning like, oh, what are the nicer designers? And like, do I like those? Because like I said, I was a jewelry designer and the handbags and stuff. So it's kind of fascinating from this like previous like 14 years of design in myself that this is like, a very interesting piece of my journey that kind of like intersects with what I've done career wise. So I have a lot of appreciation for what they do and the quality and all of that craftsmanship to all of this. Cause I remember buying leather from Italy for my bags and iPad covers and all that kind of stuff. I remember putting this all together myself. So seeing everybody else that have done this on such a like luxury level is really satisfying because they're, you know, their hardware doesn't turn color, you know, like, which is something right. as a jewelry designer, I'd have a lot of understanding because I was using metals all the time for the jewelry and the handbags. So anyways, I just have a lot of like passion, I guess you could say, for design. And that's so true, right? I love design of homes. I love design of jewelry. I love design of bags. I love designs now of outfits and now flowers is my new design 
um, fascination. It's just fun. It's the beauty of life is, is like the physical design that we can do with it. So special to me as a, you know, person, I guess, but Celine. So I was asking about it. I was like, so what about this? Like, I really like Celine and I just like, don't really resonate so much with Dior or Gucci or Chanel's like kind of like hit or miss for me. And I was like, but I really like Celine a lot. And it said, you know, it's my intuition. I was like, what do you think of this stuff? And it said, we don't care who their names are. <laughs> Cause like to the intuition, it's not in time. Right. So it doesn't care about uh, the names of the people that are currently designing or the fashion house's history or any of the or the trendiness of a certain um, mass consciousness trend into something specific. Even my mind will definitely feel much more, you know, kind of curious about that kind of stuff than my intuition, but my intuition cares about quality and it cares about all the things that bring it joy. And so it said, we don't care whose name's on the thing. And I have a Uniqlo bag that is great and it's perfect for my um, Pilates and, and going on walks and stuff. And it's got, you know, just as much joy out of that bag because there's nothing about that bag I don't like. You know, it's well made. It's not expensive, but it's all the details I like. There's nothing like those brads on the back of the jeans that I don't like. So there's not to my intuition, um, anything right or wrong about the unique low bag, any more right or wrong about the Chanel bag I have. It doesn't have those associations. It just wants what it really wants wholeheartedly. And because it's a, a nice um, energy vibration, basically. Is what it tells me. So for you, it doesn't matter the price of anything. It doesn't have to be a price thing. Right. It's just whether it's an alignment thing. Very long way to say that, right? So it's not a price. It's an alignment. Mm. Yeah. So it's like how I feel. Is that what you're meaning? Yes. And also you're going to get an entire container of furniture that, that hopefully like is it's free to you. <laughs> right. And it's yeah. not going to cost anything. Hopefully you enjoy it and it feels aligning to be with it, but it's actually not going to cost you anything. Right. And that, yeah. And we're only going to keep the pieces that you really truly enjoy in it, in your house um, that feel truly aligning. So we're going to still do the same principle, but you're not going to have to pay for anything, but the quality and the energy of the pieces, because I was buying them from my intuition back years ago for myself, I wasn't like skimping out because I, I obviously mentally didn't know I was going to be moving and putting it in furniture uh, storage so quickly, or I wouldn't have invested that much, but then you would be getting less nice stuff. So you get really nice stuff because I purchased with my, the love of my future life in mind, basically. But now it's actually little did I know I was doing it for you. Right. Or at least it was for me and then it was for you. <laughs> like, like you're going to give everything that you have away eventually, whether it's when you're still alive or when you die. So just True. have what you want for the time that you have it. And then when you don't want it anymore, recycle it or give it away or gift it or resell it or do all the things like you're going to give it anyways. But just have the things that are right in your life. And I find the more I have quality, the less quantity I feel is... Um, I'm not compensating for pieces I don't like about things. So I don't feel so much like need to have more just to have more when, when I was younger and actually the travel life totally. And you've traveled a lot, Danielle, you know, this mm -hmm. too. I, I started to shop. I would compared to how I used to shop <laughs> before I lived in a suitcase for five years. I, 
I'm going to, I basically, I was going to say like I shopped like a girl versus a boy, which is obviously like <laughs> silly to say. So I'll say it like more like I shop like how I used to shop versus I shop like my ex-husband. And then after I started traveling, I started shopping like my ex-husband, which I think is a common way, especially common for men, depending on the person. Obviously it's situational, but for him, he always used to, I watched his spending habits our five years together. It's five, 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 as I say this, which is cute. Um, so we were together five years and I would kind of have more variety and more like less quality stuff. And actually the probably also came in part because I was in that younger, more, I would say poor, but like less financially able place. So for me to have things and not just have only a few things, I had to spend less money. So it was like Forever 21 or Express or I don't know, wherever I got my clothes um, at the time. And I would go to Target and feel triumphant getting little odds and ends that I didn't expect to get, but really loved at the time. Um, he would have less things, but he had better quality things. So he would spend more, but have less objects. And as I travel, because I couldn't carry more objects, because the suitcase is so confining and limiting to what I can actually physically carry on my body or in a checked bag, that and a suitcase and a duffel bag, you know, like I only had so much room. So it actually jewelry became my collections thing because it was so lightweight. Like shoes are so expensive to a traveler because they're so heavy and they take up so much room. So it's not about expense in the sense, it's a real estate expense, right? Or <laughs> heaviness expense. So, um, I ended up, you know, if you only have one pair of jeans that you can live with for two years, you get the nicest, your favorite pair of jeans because you, you only have one. So I started to learn how to kind of basically shop for that quality minimalist, you could kind of say um, at that point. But then once I got to used to having better quality things that fit me better, that lasted better, that had better textures and fabrics and all that kind of stuff, it just kind of stayed something that I continued, but it, it did also kind of curb a lot of um, mass like I used to have when I had the house before I sold it in the past. Yeah. And I was getting that that feeling because I'm hesitant to, so for example, I really need an umbrella. Like I live over here in the rain and I donated my umbrella before I um, moved here. So then I was like on the hunt to find an umbrella um, and I just like, I could just purchase, uh, one for the sake of purchasing it, but then I'm trying to find one that's aligned that I feel good with. So I was just wondering how you did it. And I'm just Ooh, thankful. I got another yeah. idea then for that one. Okay. So for your umbrella, play it like a boomerang. Okay. So send that off to your intuition. So intuition, I would like a beautiful umbrella that I love the best umbrella for me, okay? Just send it off and then don't think about it anymore, okay? So go live your life. Don't worry about looking for an umbrella. Let the umbrella come to you like a boomerang. So by that, I mean, go live your life, go shopping, go out there in the world, <laughs> do whatever, just keep being you. But keep an, a very relaxed eye out for when the right umbrella pops up for you, whether you're at a store or whether you're, you know, with a friend that gives you the umbrella, whatever the case is, who knows, but just send that over to your intuition. Your mind doesn't have to solve that, which is so fun. It's such a fun way of manifesting. And often you get so much better uh, forms of the manifestation 
when you just let your inner voice take care of it. So think of it like your executive assistant. It's really your executive. You're the assistant, but you but the mind has it reverse and thinks it's in charge, which is hilarious. It's supposed to be the assistant, but it thinks it's the executive. So send this to the boss or to your intuition, but let it come to you. And now that doesn't mean you can't go, you know, to stores that have umbrellas and look at them, you know, but let the right one show itself to you and your intuition say, yeah, that one. Okay. Okay. That's a fun thing to do. I did that with sunscreen and I ended up not just with the best sunscreen ever, but also the best skincare line I've ever used. So it was like, not only did I get one product I asked for, I said, intuition, I can't find the right sunscreen. And I'm in Australia. I can't go without it. Like, give me the right sunscreen. I've tried 30 and none of them work and for without breaking me out. And so I ended up getting the perfect one And not only that, the entire line and the woman herself and I are like Instagram chatting kind of acquaintances, shall we say. Um, And I'm totally obsessed. But that was the one that my intuition gave me, not the 30 that my mind found and tried and failed with. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try this. This is exciting. (laughs) I love this. This is fun. This is a fun episode for everyone listening. It's like, okay, how to shop with the intuition. I think that's such a fun topic that obviously the beauty of life hasn't covered something in a sense. So I don't want to say light, but like, it's so practical and so eternally useful as long as we're alive and still needing or desiring to purchase things, how to do it with alignment. Yeah. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. And for everyone else, may something wonderful happen to you today. (laughs) 